Peace and blessings, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. I am Reek. It is I, it is Reek. And if you're not into someone putting theatrics around them saying their name this is not the show for you because i am in a joyous mood now i'm going to go against uh conventional wisdom uh there's a usual protocol how i do these episodes but i want to start us off with an email because i believe it's incredibly poignant for how i'm going to initiate this half an hour and i read this comes from kia with two y's and an a what happened to the episode hey reek I think your show is dope. I've listened to you on the Clubhouse podcast and other podcasts you have been a guest on. I like your insight. However, you have to be consistent with the episodes. All right, motherfucking kid. All right. That's how we set in the tone. There's a reason why I'm reading this email. Your girl is waiting and she's tight and she's on a lift about to leave the library to have a quick drink and head back in two hours. Grad school is crazy and I miss NYC. I'm in Raleigh, so you can imagine the disappointment. I thought I'll be listening to a new episode. I guess, Reek, week got the best of you. Don't start slipping. Wishing you much success. Kia with two Ys sent from my iPhone. Now, there's a particular reason why I read that, Kia, or Kaya, or however the fuck you pronounce your name. Peace and blessings to you and your family. It has been a very interesting two days. So... This is my line of thinking, and I want you guys to correct me. Please speak to me. Uh, you can tweet me at the OG Black Man, or you can email me at goodbrotherexperience@yahoo.com. I did seven episodes in a row. I didn't cheat you guys. I didn't give you 15-minute joints. I didn't give you 20-minute joints. Everyone was half an hour or better. Now, what I do know from the people that do communicate with me that they listen to my show is the bulk of you listen to me while you're at work or while you're driving to work, driving from work, so on and so forth, perhaps getting prepared for work, or perhaps decompressing after coming home from work. Um, now, what I didn't want to do is have 5.6 and 5.7 go unlistened to, because that was recorded on Saturday and Sunday, and then on Monday, you have four episodes listened to, and then you just being overpowered by the amount of content that I was providing, you just didn't listen to it in its entirety. So I was like, you know what? I'll give everybody their Monday. I believe it's Rosh Hashanah. And as opposed to everybody uh, going into that podcast app, please uh, leave a review. Please subscribe. And please leave a rating. As opposed to everyone uh, going to their podcast app and seeing four episodes, I was like, you know what? I'll give everybody the Monday off so they can get two fresh episodes on Tuesday and then I can begin protocol. But if it's going to happen like this, kid with two eyes, if I'm going to be questioned as to why I did not provide any content uh, as far as yesterday is concerned, uh, you thinking that I'm being inconsistent is definitely the wrong thing. To be honest with you, doing this podcast is one of the easiest things that I've ever done in my life. I'm, it just comes so naturally to me. Maybe I'm a psychopath. I sit in my room and just talking to a microphone and formulate conversation without having anybody to talk to me back. But that's just where I'm at with a kid with two eyes or Kaya with two eyes. So uh, in conjunction with the fact that I didn't want to overpower you guys with content and then you go in on Monday and you see you have four episodes listened to, uh, there's something else that's been going on. So let me bring you back way, way back. And the 
beginning portion of the show is going to be is going to be me telling you guys what to do with cars and whatever have you and what I've been dealing with. So let's go back to July. I was hit. Right. And my car was hit. And, you know, usually that's usual protocol. You do what you got to do. Uh, I thought I had a uh, full coverage and I was like, you know what? OK, cars hit. It was July 5th. This is the night after July 4th. Uh, I'll pay my $500 deductible. I'll get my enterprise rental and love is love. So I fucking thought. So I go to a neighboring garage because I was in Brooklyn at the time. And when my car was hit, I was like, you know what? It's all love. I ain't mad at it. Somebody hit that shit and kept it moving. There was probably drunk driving. If it was me, I probably would have done the same thing. The game is the game. I go in there with uh being very wide-eyed like you know what i have the rental for the week let's see what's going on i'm about to run up the mileage on this shit and to my grave dismay something went terribly wrong now i i'm going to tell you two stories i'm going to tell you what happened to me i'm going to tell you what happened to my man just to make sure you guys educate yourselves on what you need to do in these type of situations to make sure you don't go out sad like me and to make sure you don't go out sad like my man so what happened to me was in May of 2018, my aunt comes to me. Now, I'm under my aunt's car insurance because my aunt is 176 years old, and I'm not. So they won't bang her in the head over insurance, but they'll bang me over the head with insurance, a very promising 28-year-old with a future ahead of him. So what was happening was I've had my Hyundai Elantra since 2016. I drive a 2017 Hyundai Elantra. And I was under my aunt's insurance because what they was offering her for me to be under her insurance was way hey, less than what the fuck they was about to have me pay. So I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. Mont comes to me one day, I believe this was in April, like, hey, I've devised a plan for us to pay cheaper insurance. Now, due to the fact that I pay rent here, uh, I intertwine the car insurance with the rent uh the rent didn't really go up too much it's like you know what it's all good uh whatever uh you're saving on the on the car insurance just put that towards allocating the money that i'm giving you towards the house and everybody can win because i'm already used to paying the amount that i'm paying the amount that i'm paying is none of your fucking business anywho may comes along and she's like you know what plan is a success uh we've devised the plot for both of us to save money on car insurance and that's all she says to me i don't look at any paperwork i leave all my trust to her she's one of the most brilliant and witty and trustworthy people i've ever been around so i say okay what she failed to tell me is when you get new car insurance you need to get what they refer to as a photo inspection you can go to any neighboring mechanic shop or any neighboring accessory shop that sells like steering wheels and all that kind of shit it's going to be some white man with a clipboard you're going to fill out some paperwork he's going to pull out his cell phone he's going to take pictures of the car just so he can relay those images to your car insurance so they know what your car was looking like prior to them getting it from you now we went from geico to allstate and the one thing they don't tell you is if you don't get this car inspection, or I should say this photo inspection within a 30 day period, then as a default, you're only reduced to liability, right? So from May 2018, I'm sorry, it was a month. So from June 2018 to July 5th, 2019, 
I was driving a car that I don't own that I'm currently have payments on with only liability insurance. Fast forward to July 5th. I'm in this car garage after my car was smack-a-dacked. And the guy's like, yo, uh, they said they wouldn't speak to you. I'm like, what's going on? They was like, yeah, uh, they're giving us a little bit of problems here. They're talking about that you only have liability. I'm like, what? So they're like, hey, um, I don't know if you knew this or not, but you're a fucking silly ass nigga. I see as though your aunt, she got the car inspection, but your silly ass didn't get the fucking photo inspection. Why are you so silly? And I was like, hmm, why am I so silly? So I immediately called my aunt like, hey, were you aware that you potentially ruined my life and got me out of thousands of dollars that I could have been saving to move in at your house? And she was like, hmm, what do you mean? I was like, what I mean is you got a photo inspection, failed to tell me that we switched insurances. You just told me that the insurance was going to be cheaper. You didn't tell me you were switching it in its entirety. And because you did so and because you neglected to also tell me that you got a photo inspection, uh, your car is under full coverage and mine isn't. And you potentially just ruined my life. Thanks a lot. So we're speaking to one another. Everything is fine. Everything is crisp. Everything is cool. It's all good in the hood. So I thought. Um, there's someone, I, for, I forget her actual name. It's a, it's a negotiator of sorts. Uh, someone that is assigned to you to make sure that you can get the most of what you can get when you get into car accidents. Oh my God, what the fuck is this person's name or this job title? Uh, because this is incredibly important. It was the adjuster. There we go. I uh, know you was like, yo, Reek, adjuster, adjuster. This is why you need a co-host, nigga. This is why you need a team. So when you have brain farts, they can fucking tell you the name. Fucking relax, okay? Relax. Just chill. Let me fucking talk. Let me talk. And let me tell you my story. Anywho, I'm speaking to this woman by the name of Nicole, which was the adjuster at the time. I'm like, hey, Nicole, uh, we had no idea this was the fucking, this was the thing. Um, my car was hit. I had no idea. Uh, what was happening was I was inside of a home. Uh, I know I only had liability insurance. And for those of you guys that don't drive, because I feel like I'm going ahead here, I need to educate you guys. There's two types of insurances you can get. You get liability insurance or you get full coverage. I'm going to break this down for you in the most simplistic of terms. When you have liability, that means if you're driving a car and you hit a car, you are not responsible for paying for the damages that you did to another car but you are responsible for the damages that you did to your car now you might be looking into your phone or to your earbud your earbuds your speaker or whatever sort and like yo bro that makes no sense hold on for a second a lot of people are out here driving hoopties they're driving fifteen hundred dollar cars they're a to b car and they don't see a reason to spend upwards of two to three hundred dollars to fully cover a car that really ain't worth shit so what they'll do is, hey, if I hit somebody, uh, I got to make sure that they're taken care of. But as far as this piece of shit ass car, if this shit gets hit, so be it. I'll just get another $1,500 car. That is the thought process of someone that only gets liability. Now, you don't get liability insurance when you're actively making payments on a car that you're looking to own because you're not owning what you're what you can be potentially crashing. So that leads to me having full coverage until may 2018 fast forward now uh, i'm like hey i had no idea that i was reduced to liability not only did the amount of money not change or dwindle but 
how is it even lawful to give someone liability on a car that they don't own? That doesn't make any sense. Because when you're going through insurances, one, one of the first questions that they ask you, do you own the car or not? So I'm going back and I'm battling back and forth. I'm like, it's literally unlawful. This cannot be with the law. But due to the fact that I did not get that fucking car code, it's called a car code photo inspection. Due to the fact that I did not get that inspection, Nicole, the adjuster, was like, hey, I hate to see it. Sorry that happened to you, bro. But there's two people on this policy. It's you and your aunt. One person got the photo inspection. The other one didn't. So the way things go, if you don't get that shit within 30 days, you get defaulted to having a liability until you can do it. You decide not to do it. Now you're smacked. Now you're a dub. The garage I was in uh, told me it was going to be $5,127 to fix my car. Now, my car was not totaled. But my car was undrivable, if that makes sense. It was the passenger side. Um, if I was a more mature man, if I was a more technologically savvy man, I would upload the pictures for all of you guys to see. But I will not do so. But if you ask to see them, uh, once again, tweet me or hit me on IG and I'll gladly will send you the photos about how my life was potentially ruined. Fast forward throughout the month. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get up five bands? Now, to some of you, you guys like you didn't have five thousand dollars on deck to put towards your car. Uh, that's a fucking broke talk. Are you a broke boy? And the answer is yes. I am a broke boy that doesn't have five thousand dollars on deck to put towards a car. Um, niggas is trying to make moves. I'm trying to do the thing, and I did not allocate five thousand dollars towards the my aunt fuck me up budget. No, that did not uh, come across my mind when I was doing the possible savings and checking and you know when you're just allocating your funds so you can put things where they need to be put so you're never in this type of position i did not have five thousand dollars towards my aunt fuck me up fund so the reason why i say this and this is all going to tie in together i have half an hour to kill here y'all i just like to give y'all some backstory um and i am going to tell you that story about what happened to my man um what wound up happening is earlier today i'm sorry yesterday I go in because I recently got an oil change. I get my oil change at the dealership so they can chronicle everything they do in my car since my car is still being paid for through Hyundai, right? So they go on to tell me like, hey, we did a full inspection like we always do. And we wanted to tell you that your parking passenger light is out and so is the left bumper. I'm sorry. And so is the left, what the fuck is it called? And so is the left uh, blinker. So... Due to the fact that you have the five years, 60,000 miles uh, warranty, you can come in and get it for free, blah, blah, blah. I chose yesterday, right? Now, what happened yesterday, which was very interesting, was they had to take your bumper off. I went to another garage to get my car fucking fixed. One garage charged me $5,127. I went to another shady garage in Queens that only charged me $2,000. $3,000 difference, right? They wrote on the paper exactly what they were fixing my car. That's exactly what they fixed. But they did that shit so shisty. But exactly what they said they were fixed, they did fix. So then I wound up having to go to Hyundai and I had to take out a $1,000 line of credit with them to fix the rest of the car, right? So the reason why this is so pertinent to the story as to what the fuck took so long for this episode to come out today is when he had to take the bumper off of my car to put the 
blinker on and to put the passenger side motherfucking parking light on they did not clip the bumper on if you want to know why cars are made so cheap it's so everybody can g you now if you're unfamiliar with how cars work the majority of you guys cars that shit is not bolted on that shit is not latched on it's literally clips it's a series of clips that connects your car to the bumper what this shady ass two thousand dollar garage did was as opposed to clip the bumper back on they glued that shit on so now there's a piece of my bumper when they had to take the bumper off and try to put it back on i have to find some type of fucking adhesive to fucking put it back on because the garage was like yo piece of the bumper's over you can't do nothing about that this is hyundai by the way i said okay fucking cool when they did that, the lower part of my bumper, that if you guys go into a curb, you know how you like drive to 7-Eleven or whatever, and the lower part of your car, you hear that scratching sound because you're on the curb. That part of your car is a bumper. That is detachable. I did not know that until yesterday. When I drove away, and that shit was dragging all over the fucking street. I go back this morning, and I'm like, hey, what the fuck is up? You, you're giving me my car in the worst situation, and they found it. Then I found it. Fucking two and a half hours later, they had to fucking rebolt shit and all kind of other stupid shit. So, yeah. So, we're at the 17-minute mark here. I'm going to encourage you guys to drink water. There needs to be more water consumption in the community. So, if you need to take a break from me fucking ranting about what happened to my car, uh, take a moment. Relax. Decompress. You're probably home from work at this time. And have some water. Don't have a beer. Don't have any liquor. Don't have any wine. Start off with some water. Everybody needs to be hydrated. Let me continue. So the reason why I wanted to put focus on this car, because I want to make sure you guys don't make these same mistakes. If you switch insurances, make sure you get your car co inspection. Secondarily, here's another story. I'm on upstate New York with me and my friends. Now, my man that will remain nameless because he listens to the show and so does his wife. So, yes, nigga, I'm talking about you. We go up, uh, we're going to Plattsburgh because my man Jordan was going to school up there and we used to frequent his school because his school had the hose and his school had the liquor and Jordan had the wave. Uh, listen, uh, the person who I'm speaking about, wife, this happened way before you met you, so please relax. I know you guys listen together, so just hold on. Do not punch, uh, I'm about to say his name. Do not punch that man. Do not hit him. This happened way before you. Anyhow, we're upstate. And at this point in time, my man was going through some car issues. What was happening was he also was trying to get his car paid off. And I believe he got into an accident as well. So what he did was he took the insurance off of his car. And then the money that he was saving from not paying car insurance, he put that towards actually fixing the car, which is an ingenious idea. The only thing that he neglected to do was turn back in the plates. Why is this important? Because we're in upstate. And this guy has tents. And he's speeding. We're coming back home from Plattsburgh. And we see the boys. I believe it was the state troopers. They came off the curb. And I don't know if this is true or not. But we're like, yo, son. They only can patrol the highway. You need to get the fuck off an exit right now. I don't think they can follow you. Uh, they'll have to probably call someone else in. But by that time, we can make moves. Get off the highway right now. Because while they're still making that U-turn, you can get low on them before they can spot which car is yours. He's like, nah, 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 nah. It's cool, bro. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. So what this genius guy decided to do. Yes, you, nigga. What he decided to do is he tried to blend in between two cars. 
right? Like, oh, I'm no longer speeding. I just look like someone that's just in the fray. And the cops will go right by me. The cops wound up pulling him over for tents. So the cops ever so gracefully put the lights on, looked at him. Like, come on, dummy. Pull your fucking car over, man. It wasn't for speeding. So me and the homies and him, he's one of my homies, so I can't isolate him like that. But at that point in time, I thought he was an idiot. We're just sitting in the car, right? And we're like, all right, well, he's just going to get a speeding ticket. Sucks for him because we don't know this is about his tents yet. We wound up finding out that it was about his tents when we was all asked to step out the car. Now, the vast majority of us didn't smoke at the time. Nobody had a gun on them. Nobody had a knife. So we was all good. What happened was his car wasn't registered to drive because when you don't turn your plates in, when you take off your insurance and you put your insurance back on, you need to register your plates again. He neglected to do so. He was like, oh, it's the same plate. So why would I take it off? I want to put the insurance back on the car anyway. Due to the fact he didn't turn in the plates, his car was not authorized to drive. So they was like, yo, we kind of have to take your car from you and your license is suspended because you're a dummy. Why are you even driving in the first place? So we're in disarray. Like, yo, bro, you didn't know that you needed to. And he he really didn't. And I'm just going to repeat that for you guys that might have got lost into the story. If you're ever in a situation where you get into a car accident, because I believe he had liability, and you're trying to save up some money to get your car fixed, so you come up with the ingenious idea to take the insurance off your car, and it's going to Uber it everywhere until you get the money, you have to turn in your plates to the DMV. You have to. If you don't, you'll be like him, and you'll be left with the sick face, the same way I was left with the sick face. Don't be the person left with the fucking sick face. Okay? Okay. My fault for the lack of fluidity, but um, my laptop cut, cut out on me. Anywho, let me do this fucking ad. This episode of the Good Brother Experience is brought to you by the good folks at Soul Deep Socks. Soul Deep Socks is the new gold standard of luxury footwear. When it comes to fashion, too many people underestimate the importance of their socks. Your stride should tell a story when you walk. This is where Soul Deep, Soul Deep Socks comes in. Do you want to know where Soul Deep Socks comes in? They should be coming to my goddamn house. I've been waiting for these socks for two weeks. I'm tired of these niggas, man. Send me my goddamn socks. It's the Picasso ones. I remember now. Send me my Picasso socks. Anywho, I personally like the Picasso and Navy Flamingo pieces, but there's over two dozen styles to choose from. In fact, if you sign up for their monthly Soul Club, you'll get two fresh pairs of socks sent to your doorstep every month. To show appreciation for listening to the gold, to the wow. To show appreciation for listening to the Good Brother Experience, all listeners get 10% off their next order. Just use promo code TGBE at checkout. I can't even fucking talk. That's how disgruntled I am at not getting these socks. I want those goddamn Picasso socks on my doorstep by next week or else! That's SoulDeepSocks.com, where unique artistry and quality socks meet. Now, the person that... I'm doing business with in regards to these soul deep socks is an incredible brother. And if you're listening, and I know you are, please email me some topics that you would like for me to speak about because you're one of the great minds that this nation has to offer. Not even this country, but this nation. Now, I know the nation and the country might be the same thing, but I was at a loss for words when I was trying to give you a compliment. So please don't kill me. So, yeah, man, email me some shit you would like for me to talk about. You specifically, I'm not going to say your name. Until you give me some goddamn socks. I am not fucking playing with you, yo. 
Now, another reason why this episode is coming so late in the day is because I am a poll watcher. So those people, when you're going in to vote, for those of you guys that do vote, you go in, you give them their ballot, they tell you where to go vote at, you walk out. Uh, they're there for 16 and a half hours and they pay you hundreds of dollars. Yes, hundreds with an S. And my man, uh, his mom, I put her on because she's a stay at home mother. Uh, although uh, both their children, they had, she had twins. So one is my great friend. Another one is a friend of mine. We're not as close as I am to one of the homies, but I still consider him a friend of mine nonetheless. And his mom just being there chilling because uh, their father does the bulk of the work. It's really traditional in their household. And I was like, yo, you want to make some money? She said, sure. So I've been putting her down for like the past few years. And we had to go to this training seminar out in Yapang, Long Island. That shit is next to nothing. Don't even try to GPS where Yapang is. But we was there for a three and a half hour training session because we were running to fucking iPad. And I am the chairperson of my district. So if you live uh, in relation to the district that I oversee, I tell you exactly where to go, what to do, or if you need to get the fuck up out the gym to go to another gym. So that's why this episode is so late. But um, something else that's been going on with me is I've been playing basketball. I'm on this team with my friends. And I mean, all these niggas are people that I grew up with. And I believe we are three and one or two and one or something like that. We won the bulk of our games. But we only lost one by one point to some white people, which I'm still fucking sour at. And... The same way in flag football, I'm not getting the ball. And uh, on this team, I'm getting shots up, but I'm out of rhythm because I don't really get to play like that. So I've been uh, doing some soul searching, and it's time for me to get buckets. So if any of you guys are listening to this, I'm going to be flat wilding to where I either get 30 a game or 3 a game. But the shot selection and the shot attempts are not fucking going down. I just have to do it. I believe that we would beat those white people if I fucking was scoring more. I really and truly believe that. And due to the fact that there's about... Matter of fact, I can't even say that because with every game, it's someone else's day. But it needs to be my day every game. And that's just the attitude that I'm taking. And if any of you guys are playing leagues to where you feel as though you need to be integrated into the offense more, then hit me up and let's fucking talk about it, son. Because I'm not taking any prisoners as long as I live, son. I just ain't fucking going out like that. And the reason why I really agreed to be on this goddamn league is because there's not too many times that you can have memories with your friends. Now, I know the bulk of you guys don't have any hobbies, so you have no idea what I'm talking about. But if you have an opportunity to play mini golf, a bowling team, a flag team, a soccer team, softball, baseball, cricket, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Uh fantasy football fantasy basketball fantasy baseball anything that involves camaraderie you really need to take advantage of that because a lot of the people that's listening to my show right now don't have a lot of friends it's just the reality of the situation and if you're in a position to where you have friends that share mutual interests with you i believe that even if it's like yo y'all start a movie club or y'all start a book club or y'all gotta start something because just being out here looking foul and being by yourself and being an ogre and limiting human interaction, that shit is not healthy for you. Uh, last but not leastly, I have some shout outs and I will definitely make sure that I get to them. Do, 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 do. But prior to me getting to the shout outs, I just wanted to give you another. Do, 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 do. Sorry about that. I'm fucking trying to multitask here, trying to find these fucking shout outs. 
Come on, come on, come on. Where the fuck are they at? Come on, playboy. Where are they at with it? Here we go. So, um, if you're not doing anything on November 16th and you live around the New York area, I'm throwing a party by the name of Jack in the Box. It is a party where there will be unlimited Jack Daniels from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. It is a day party. Listen to a previous episode as to why it is a day party and come have fun. It's only $30. It's very cost efficient. Uh, if you don't get the early bird ticket, I believe the regular admission ticket is 40 to $45, but that's for you to drink unlimited Jack Daniels for long periods of time. And there's going to be some women in the building that personally told me that they're going to be there. So, yeah, if you're not doing anything, come to my party. And with that being said, let's get to these motherfucking shout outs, shall we? I think we shall. First and foremost, we have Tasha Talks A Lot. Um, she has a show of her own by the name of Tasha Talks A Lot. And she's one of the up and rising, not fledgling, but the up and rising podcasters and voices that we have in this podcast community. And I know that for her and for myself and people of our position that's trying to get our feet in the water, this is going to springboard us actually having a career and speaking. All I have to do is stop saying um and not mean so much. Secondarily, we have uh, visionary underscore P. Uh, that is a very close friend of mine. He has a clothing brand by the name of Visionary Perspective. You guys should definitely check that out when you have the opportunity. We have Boogie Down Lex, an aspiring uh, bodybuilder that hits me up all the time. So shout out to you and shout out to your daughter that I see you put into your videos because black fatherhood definitely needs to be expressed. We have my man, the King underscore Jeff coming from Atlanta. We have Den, Den's number. So D-E-N-Z n-u-m-b-a-9 uh and then we have killer key uh this is keely this is someone that i've met through podcasting because she is mouse's homegirl i met her through my friend mouse uh mouse who i used to do the show with and she's definitely one of the best spirits that i've been around and the only thing i ask of keely is for her to give my man some love i'm not going to say that man's name but she recently unearthed a pic of us in 2009 when we were looking very young and very foul. And I can say that we are distinguished these days. We are built into our features. We are six footers. We are prominent. We are black. And my man is deserving of that, of that Southern hospitality that you so often express via your social media mediums. With that being said, that's going to conclude the Good Brother experience. This was 6.1. 6.2 is coming literally right after this. That was That is my current event portion. So hang tight. But if you need something to listen to tomorrow, then don't listen to 6.2 right now. Listen to it tomorrow. Listen to it next week. It's not going anywhere. With all that being said, peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And have a good day.